I'm Jim Frawley, and this is Bellwether. Welcome to Bellwether. Thank you for being here this week. I appreciate it. As always, episode 77, we're going to talk about leadership today. And I know it's a little, it's almost a banal topic. It's almost too broad, this idea of leadership and and what leadership really means. But it's fascinating to me how many people don't really have a definition of leadership. It's a very subjective idea. You know, when you ask someone to, to identify a definition of leadership, you usually get a lot of attributes. You know, a good leader does this, a good leader does this, a good leader does this. But I, I've separated that from myself. And and I wanted to talk today about how I actually define leadership. And it may put a different kind of filter on the way that you think about it. And that's why I wanted to cover it today. So something so simple uh, and yet so intertwined and difficult and, and everything. I was talking to a client recently. I... Back when I was first getting started in coaching, I, I did a pitch to a corporation, and one of the the owners of the company, it was this big uh, restaurant firm, um, asked me what my definition of leadership was, and I was so unprepared for it; it was ridiculous. Where I just, you know, it was such a layup of a question, and I botched it in the middle of the pitch. And after the pitch, I'm walking back to the. I was in Manhattan. I was walking back to the subway, and I'm just beating myself over the head. I can't believe I didn't answer that so well. Um, but then the more I thought about it, the more I talked to people about it, as I realized that there was no standard definition of leadership. Everyone has a subjective view. Some say it's sitting at the head of the table. Some say it's servant leadership. Some say it's humble leadership. Some say, you know, but these are all attributes of leaders that we admire. And defining leadership for you when we actually lay it out to say what, if we want to identify the type of leader that you want to be, all of a sudden, we have to change the definition and and just reframe the way that it's actually thought about. We talk about, you know, if you know me, you hate those articles. You know, here are 20 things that great leaders do before breakfast, and great leaders have these five qualities, and yada, yada, yada. We see these articles all the time. And all of a sudden, if you start naming all the attributes that you're supposed to be, all of a sudden, leadership doesn't have a, a definition. It's just this ideal that's impossible to accomplish. And you know, some would argue that you need a crisis to be a leader. Otherwise, you're just a manager, and uh, they are vulnerable yet decisive and um, strong and independent. And it's uh, quite honestly, it's all a bunch of BS. Um, you know, you can also hear people say that the leader of the room may not be sitting at the head of the table, and that's true. And and the challenge I have with that is that we love to make lists. Everybody loves to make lists, and we don't get anything done off the list, but we make the list, and we make the list of all these attributes of good leaders, but it's impossible to live up to. So how are we going to define it to you? So I'm going to cut the crap, and I'm going to let's not get overwhelmed on what leadership is, and let's focus on what leadership means for you. So the definition of leadership, whether it's at the office, at home, in your community, wherever you want to think about it, leadership, leadership is a feeling. That's it. Leadership is a feeling. It's an emotional connection with people. And it has to be attributed to you by other people. And so how that manifests and takes its form from an emotional standpoint, a lot of my clients, I'm dealing with logic versus emotion. 
We keep emotions out of the office. We don't actually have to do that because emotions really, they, they encompass everything. And they especially encompass, encompass the, this idea of leadership. Leadership is an emotion. It's a, a feeling. It's an emotional connection with people. And they attribute the idea of leadership to you. So that comes from other people. And this is why politics has gotten as crazy as it has. Is people tap into the feelings of the people who follow them. Anybody who doesn't follow these politicians will look at them and say, you're absolutely out of your mind. But the people who follow, they've been tapped into, they've got the, the emotional connection, and they've identified these are, well, you know, ride or die, man. Let's ride with our politicians. And it's crazy. They're doing this false tap into emotion, and it doesn't quite work. At the workplace, we have to do it. it, it in business, it's a little different because you actually have consequences to your decisions. <laughs> Maybe not in politics, but a business you do. And from a leadership perspective, to get people to do what you need them to do, we have to approach it differently. And how do you tap into that emotional feeling to get someone to give you that tag of leader? To say, you're a leader that I want to follow. I had another client, um, I was doing an interview on a 360, and they said, you know what, I finally found someone I want to hitch my wagon to. Who's hitching their wagon to you? And you don't have to run the organization to do this. It's how are you building something that people want to get behind? And I have the answer. Of course I have the answer. But how you answer it is different for you. So how do you get that leadership attribution? Put simply, you make the people around you better. And this is all so, it's so simple and so theoretical. I know, it's so cheap. It's just so cheap, this episode. I get it. But it's, it doesn't mean it doesn't have value, okay? Leadership is an emotional feeling that people have to attribute to you. And the way to do that is to get people to be better, to make them feel better about themselves. And not in this false, like, oh, you're doing a nice job. It's actually challenge them to make them, make them be better. People want to feel like someone has their back. And when you have their back and belief in them to execute on something that they didn't think that they could execute on, the number one motivator in any business, in anything really, is accomplishment. You want to get uh, the belief behind you that you can execute on finishing an Ironman or doing a marathon or uh, building your basement, right? Finishing out your basement and learning construction is learning the fundamental basics each step in between to get there. You want to run a marathon? Can you run a mile? Can you run a 5K? Can you run a 10K? Can you run a half marathon? Getting the confidence in each individual step and having people to support you on that, that's the motivator get to get to the next level. The first time I ran a half marathon, my brother just reminded me, I ended it. I kicked my shoes off literally at the finish line. I sat down on the ground. I said, that's the dumbest effort thing. I'll never do it again. And then I got the itch. Since I accomplished it, I knew I could do it again. And I did an Ironman. Eventually, I did an Ironman. Not the next day, but it took me a while. But the number one motivator for anything is accomplishment. And if you can help me accomplish something in the best way that I can, I will follow you anywhere. That's what leadership is about. That's when I recognize my feeling and that's that's where I'm going to take you. So this goes in, in many different directions. It goes to the people above you. It goes to the people behind you. When we think about leadership, we think about our teams. We think about all the people who report to us and how we're going to lead them so effectively and well. But leadership also goes up and sideways. When we can make the people around us better, are you making the CEO think in a more effective way? Can you teach her something new? The CMO, the COO, whoever it is, can you teach them to think about something in a different way? Can you do the thinking for them so that their job is easier? That's leadership. And that's what people are looking for in an organization. 
Can you do it at home in your community? Whatever it is. The leader in the room has influence. And you're influencing people to think a certain way. And we do that by tapping into their emotions and making people better. We're all experts at something. There is this imposter syndrome that, you know, I'm, I could just, I'm thinking through all my clients. I'm just going one client to another, to another, to another. Imposter syndrome from a leadership perspective. You know, I didn't want to speak up in this meeting because I just started sitting at the table. But you're at the table. And so this idea of imposter syndrome, we don't feel like we're leaders because we don't have these 80 qualities that I read in this, you know, BuzzFeed article that I'm supposed to be doing before breakfast uh, doesn't mean you're not a leader. We have to come into ourselves and figure out what it is. What are the, the attributes that we have that got us to be sitting at this table? And if we're not sitting at that table, how are we influencing the people around us to be their best so that they say, I need this person at this table? That's what it's all about. We all have different qualities. We can't be everything to everyone. But if you're sitting at that table and you want to be at that table, then the imposter syndrome is keeping you out. We have to talk about what it is. What's that unique quality that you can bring to make the CEO, CMO, COO feel better? So it goes up, down, all around from a leadership perspective. That's what it is. It's a feeling. So change that frame of mind. What I did to change that frame of mind from an imposter syndrome standpoint is I started, you've heard me talk about it probably on here, is my positivity doc. Every time I accomplish something, goes in, or someone said something to me about, wow, that was an amazing speech you did, and it changed the way I thought about something, or um, you coached me through this, and that was amazing. And I've got them all in a document that I could read. I read it before I go into a networking event. I read it before I go into a pitch. I read it before I do a presentation. And I'll just pull one or two things out of it. It brings me back to that place when that person said it to me. That squashes your imposter syndrome. It reminds you that you have the capability that people are looking for. And that's what we have to remember to be a leader. We can influence and we can elicit that feeling of accomplishment from other people that makes you a leader. So to recap, we're going to wrap it up. Um, I would say your exercise for this week, think through how you're making people better. What is leadership? Leadership is an emotional feeling. Right? That's why it's got so many definitions. It's a feeling. You, know, you may be seen as a leader to one person, not to another. It is a feeling and it has to be attributed to you by other people. So think about leadership in that way and think about how you're making your people better. Above, below, around your, your kids, your family, your friends, your coworkers, your people who report to you, whatever it is. That's what leadership's about. And if anybody sits there and says you have to do X, Y, and Z in order to be a leader, they're lying to you. Although maybe someone has really good things. I don't know. I mean, you have to make decisions as a leader, I guess. That's, you know, everybody's got something, right? There's always some little thing. But focus your time on how other people are feeling. That is your your leadership rocket ship that's going to help you out. So thank you for listening. I hope that was helpful. At least thinking about leadership in a different type of way. Uh, you could be an industry leader, uh, uh, an organization leader, a uh, community leader, whatever it is. You do that through other people. Okay, and, and you have followers on your Facebook and your social media and LinkedIn. They're following you for a reason because you want to be a leader. So do that. Good luck with that. And with that, have a wonderful week. As always, more of these great, marvelous tidbits of mine on Bellwether Hub. Come visit us. And uh, I look forward to talking to you soon. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. Now, do something for yourself. Bellwether is much more than just a podcast. Join us at bellwetherhub.com 
where you can read riveting articles, view upcoming events, and connect with other interesting people. I look forward to seeing you out there soon.